This is Rodney from the Masculine Journey Podcast, where we explore manhood within Jesus Christ. Your chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just a few seconds. Sit back, enjoy it, share it, but most of all, thank you for listening and choosing the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. She's real fine, my 409. There is power. Welcome to the Christian Car Guy Radio Show. I say this calls for action, and now. horsepower in the right direction today on the Christian Car Guy show. So, yes, I mean, think about that concept of horsepower in the right direction. So you just heard horsepower, you know, all the horsepower from the Beach Boys 409, right? That sounded powerful. <laughs> and so, I, you know, I was thinking about titles for the show. I thought about, you know, God's steering wheel, and I, I thought of several things, because all the power in the world doesn't do you a whole lot of good if you don't know where you're going. <laughs> Fortunately for most dragsters, they're just going straight. But anyway, and then, of course, digital age with break every chain, because there is power in the name of Jesus. And so really, really fun. As we enter into 2021, I'm so excited, because clearly, I mean, you got to admit, Bill, God is up to a lot. <laughs> I mean, you can't miss that, that, that things are shaken and, and that there's a lot that clearly only God has the answer to. I don't know that I've ever experienced a time in my life where I'm certain I don't have the answer to so many things. I think Satan's been rather active, too. <laughs> well, he let him out for a time. For whatever reason, you know, it's how it goes. So I did a podcast series. I really enjoyed doing it this both for Christmas and then for New Year, which were sometimes my just devotional thoughts for two or three minutes of devotions that I had done coming into Christmas and then coming into this week. And, and so the one I did this week was called Prepare Him Room. And, and, you know, they're just two, three, four, five minutes, whatever, of me talking about some of the things that God was sharing with me that would lead up to the shows, both the one at Christmas and now for the show today. Because, you know, every day he gives me stuff right? It's the manna in your heart that you get it every day and, and it builds into a theme that I get a chance to share, you know, doing a Christian car guy show. So as I was doing this, I, it, you know, these devotions, I just keep coming back. <laughs> I don't know how many times in my life I've come back to chapter five in the Song of Songs, you know, the Song of Solomon. And very specifically, the light bulb came on for me this, this week, actually, on verse 5, we're trying to read to you, which 
I have really, really pondered this verse for over 20 years, trying to understand what it, all it really means. And so here's the verse. It says, I rose up to open to my beloved. That would be Jesus she's talking about. This is the Shulamite woman. She's talking about she rose up to open for her beloved. And my hands dripped with myrrh and my fingers with sweet-smelling myrrh upon the handles of the lock. And guess what? I'm not going to share with you what I learned that just yet. That's going to come up in the, in the later part of the show. But the thought really has just intrigued me for 20 years. And so I feel like the answer is really a gift. But before we get to what that does, we got to get to this horsepower thing. So if you think about a car, and, and, and God blessed me to understand this process at a very young age as I was born into the car business. My father was with Buick Motor Division. And so these are concepts that I, I've known for years and years and years. And so if you're going to fuel a car, if you're going to get power to the wheels of a car, right, or if you, if, you, if you have a car that won't start, there will always be three things that they're going to check. The first thing they're going to check is, is the car getting air because you can't, the engine won't run without air. And so if the air filter's clogged or something's stopping the air, in fact, the way you shut off certain cars is you turn the air off to them. They don't turn off the electricity. They just turn off the air because if you've got no air, you've got nothing to burn, right, because there's no oxygen. So you've got air, you've got fuel, right? That's down in that engine. You put gas in your car and that's how you go. And then you got a spark. And without that spark in a gasoline engine, a diesel is a different story, but with a gasoline engine, you're going to need a spark for that fuel and that air. And what, what that will cause when you put all those three together is an explosion. <laughs> and that explosion is power. There's no doubt there's power. But the big challenge, obviously, for Henry Ford and the boys, whoever were creating all these different kinds of engines, is how do we put that power in the right direction, right? And, and so what they use that power to do is push a piston straight down that would rotate a crankshaft. So they got this their own version of circulation, if you think about it. <laughs> is you got this, you got this power, now it's been transformed in a circle, and so they use a transmission and a rear axle in order to put that to the ground. But even with that, if you had no steering wheel, how do you know where you're going? Right? You'd be worthless. So think about that a minute. So that's a that's an internal combustion engine, kind of how, you know, without going into a lot of details, you know those things are involved. Well, I, I was studying the heart, actually, this very morning. Like, it's kind of the engine of your body to some extent. And like the engine of a car, it has timing, right? An engine that has to be precisely timed, but so does your heart. And it's going boom, 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 boom. Why is it going boom, boom, boom? It's pumping blood. And I really started to think about how unique your engine is inside of you. Because what it actually does, and I don't guess I was all that familiar with it until I studied it, is it takes unoxygenated air. In other words, the air that has carbon dioxide in it, you've it's come through your body. Now it needs oxygen or you're going to die. And so it sucks in the first beat, you know, sucks in that unoxygenated air. I mean, unoxygenated blood. Thank you for that look in your face, Bill. And then it pumps it over into your lungs. So one chamber pumps it into the heart. Second chamber pumps it into the lungs. So that it can get what? Oxygen. It's getting the same thing your engine's getting, okay? It needs oxygen. Because in order to oxidize something, you got to have oxygen. <laughs> it also then 
kind of the same deal, pumps the oxygenated blood back into another one of those chambers and then punches that blood, that oxygenated blood, that's ready to ignite the fuel in your body all over the place, all across your body. But again, what good is all that power of your body if it had no sense of direction? But I've been thinking, I've, I've, I thought I would leave the last question of the three to actually our wonderful audience that I absolutely love. And I'm very excited about the calls today because I think this is a great question. And I wonder if you will ponder with me. Okay. So I've just described kind of what a car's engine's like and kind of what your body's engine's like. So what's a spiritual engine? We, we realize that all these other engines, they obviously use air. They obviously use fuel. It's coming in and it's coming out. And there's some kind of circulation that creates power, right? And so as you're processing that, pondering it with me, I could give you some ideas, but I would really love to hear yours. I mean, I just think it would be a really fun show for people to call in today and tell me, what do you think a spiritual engine is like based on those concepts of essentially air and fuel and spark, right? For whatever, however, how are you Go about doing that, circulating, getting power. Bill's had his chance because I've given him this this early on. But and again, we're going to get to the song of songs and the sense of direction later on in the show. But first, we got to figure out how do we get power before we can send it anywhere, right? And so, there's your question for today. And in order to answer it, what is your spiritual engine? How does that exactly work? Eight six six three four eight seven eight eight four eight six six Three, four, truth. I'm very excited to hear your answers. I really need your help because I'm I'm thinking that I have opportunities to hear from some unbelievable disciples that have really thought about this way before me. And so as you've thought about that spiritually, what's the engine? How does it work? I would love to discuss that with you. Bill? Well, I'm not sure. How much of this can I give away? I you can give away whatever. Yours is not necessarily the right answer. Okay. Just like mine is just not. Well, you see, I don't know. Sometimes <laughs> I get in trouble, and I don't like to get in trouble. But the way I see it, I think the heart's the Bible. I think everything circulates around the center point. The, the, Jesus is the Word of God. The Scripture is Jesus in some way that we don't understand. But the heart itself is the Bible. And from that, we have prayer. And that prayer is our direction and our steering. It helps us focus and figure out where we're supposed to go. And from there, we've got fellowship. And the fellowship's the strength where we get the, the, the ability to hold on oh, those so parts we got to go to a break so you get a get chance, your chance to tell Bill where he's right. 866-348-7884-866-34-TRUTH. So much more Christian Cargo Show coming up. listening to the truth network and truthnetwork.com she's real fine my 409 there is power in the name of jesus there is power in the name of jesus there is power Every chain, break every chain. 
horsepower in the right direction today on the Christian Car Guys show. And we've put the question out to our wonderful audience. What do you think your spiritual engine might need or what, what, how do those things might work? What's the process? And I'm so excited. I really, really am because I found out that during the break that my producer has three, but then I have Wendy and I got Nancy. So we're going to get all them. We got Wendy first. She's in Utah listening on KUTR, I bet. Good morning, Wendy. Oh, hi. Thanks for having me on. Oh. To me, that's a very easy question to answer, and it's something I cannot do without, and that is every morning asking Jesus to help me do his will. Oh. And it's, it's amazing how that clears the mind. And one thing um, that's been on my mind for a while is, you know, at this time of year, people tend to be Pollyannas about the new year, oh, we're so thankful that 2020 is behind us and we're looking forward to 2021. Well, I'd like to tell everybody this is going to be a much harder year because to me the main um, goal of this year or the main problem that will be placed before us is a decision we have to make, and it's right on us. And that is, are we going to take the mark of the beast or not? That will be the main decision this year. Well, the interesting thing you mentioned there, I, I just find it interesting personally. I love what you said because Jesus very much is definitely, <laughs> there's no doubt he's one of the three things. But um, and, and I love the way you put that together. But I watched Pollyanna once again because I often think she gets a bad rap. I watched it once again two days ago. And to me, you know, this is, this is a girl who was raised by missionaries, and her father had discovered what Abraham Lincoln had said, if you look for the bad in mankind, you will surely find it. And Well, to me, that, that's, it's not... Well, if you, let me finish, if, you, if you let me but, finish, if you let me oh, finish, if you let me finish, okay? So what happened in the movie is, is if you watched, Pollyanna would go into people that were extremely difficult to work with. Like there was an old lady that was thinking she was dying, and she was you know, very insistent on her daughter, and she was complaining all the time. But instead of Pollyanna going in and dealing with that behavior, which was bad, she went to see if she could find the good in the lady. And the next thing you know, she's making quilts for the thing and and all sorts of stuff comes out of her because Pollyanna looked for the good in the lady and, and, and drew it out. Rather than focusing on the bad behavior, same thing with an old guy that was supposed to keep kids in the basement with rats and all that stuff. And even the preacher, she goes to the preacher who's been preaching this hell and brimstone stuff, and and that's who where she finds that little locket that says Abraham said that, and he completely saw where he could turn around his whole congregation, essentially by preaching love, and and preaching you know trying to find the best in people and bring it out. So, again, I couldn't agree with you more on on the Jesus thing, but I really think as we go into this year, I can't, I really have no effect on (laughs) all the political aspects other than what I can do for individuals is look for where is God in that person and how can I draw that out of them? Because if I draw out more God, if I teach them about Jesus, if they begin to do what you do and get up every morning and study Jesus, I'll bet you their behavior will fall in line, right? Well, I listen to Jesus throughout the day, and I don't see anything bad in being prepared to do his will. And um, 
when you say do good to everybody, it kind of reminds me a little bit of my middle daughter who's a Mormon who thinks she's going to save herself. I didn't say do. Did I say do good to everybody? Sorry? I didn't say do good to everybody. Oh, no, no. But I'm saying uh, we have to be prepared to make difficult decisions. And that means, you know, going to the Bible, like your co-host said, but we can't just sit back and ignore. You know, oh, I, that, I couldn't agree. I couldn't agree with you more. Absolutely, yeah. Wendy. And, and this we is have the, to. I the, agree. This to me is the most important decision we'll make this year, and we better be prepared. Thank you. Because Wendy. if we make the wrong decision, that means hell. I mean, this is a very serious. That's, yeah. Subject. Well, we always got to choose Jesus, or it means hell. Thank you, Wendy. God bless. Have a great afternoon. All right, we got Nancy is in North Carolina. Nancy, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Good morning, Robbie. So good to hear um, your voice. Yes. Thank you. And I always love to hear you, too. You're so inspiring. Thank you. There are two th- things I wanted. I wanted to answer your question. Good. But before that, I wanted to say something in response to the woman who was just on the phone. As you know, I do home health. And I go to patients' homes, and before I ever go into their home, I sit in the parking or their driveway and say, Lord, let me treat this person as if they're my brother, my mother, my sister, or my father on their worst day. And... I find that even these worst patients um, that are hard to deal with, I see the good in them, and I just try to love them. And all of a sudden, you know, people at work are, how do you deal with these people? You know, you, um, we always get complaints about them, and all of a sudden, you're their best friend. <laughs> and I told them my secret. Now, to answer your question I love your about the... Nancy, can I just tell you that's absolutely beautiful. I, I see that, and it would take God in order to go in there and, 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 and try to find out where you could connect that person to God. And I know you do that in your life, so go ahead. Answer my question. Yeah. I'm dying to hear it. And, and he's blessed me with patience, and that's one of the biggest things. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. But to answer your question as far as the air and the spark and the engine. What I see, what I've learned from you too, is Holy Spirit means breath. So there's your air. And every morning I ask the Lord to anoint me with the Holy Spirit, come into my heart. And that's what starts to feed Nancy, I I absolutely love this, but you can't probably hear the break music coming up. So will you hold on for me, please? Through the break? Will you do that? Because I really want to hear, obviously, we had a big winner. Everybody was going ding, ding, ding on the Holy Spirit. So we're anxious about number two and number three. But we need yours, your ideas, 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. She's real fine, my 409. There is power. Power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. To break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. 
horsepower in the right direction today on the Christian Car Guys show. And when we left our hero, Nancy, she was giving us our three things that she feels like are involved in our spiritual engine. She started off with the Holy Spirit being air, which I absolutely loved. I absolutely loved. But can you go back over number two because we got kind of discombobulated there well, in the middle of that one. Well, I'm I'm going from one to the other <laughs> and then kind of settled in the middle. Okay. I think the power is God, God's power, which is so untapped. And that's what we're trying to, you know. Um, but then when I go and say, well, what's the spark in the key? And so I see kind of four. One is Jesus. And then the other one is trust in him. Faith. You might believe in Jesus, but you got to trust in him. And there's recently I've discovered this kind of, as I say, a forgotten beatitude, which is blessed are those who kind of let him do his will in your life. <laughs> I love that. And, and maybe that's the steering. I don't know. <laughs> You need the trust to be able to have that happen. You're exactly right. So those, faith. I know it's a whole bunch. It's more numbers than you had, Robbie. <laughs> but I see each of those as being really keys to oh, trying to have him work. And then I start to wonder if our conscience is in there as well. You know, if we have an active conscience, that that's also how he helps us hear him. I'm not sure, but that's the Holy that's Spirit's the clearly involved in that too. As we go back to Moses and think, you know, he was, you know, based on his relationship with God, he got a pillar of fire, right, every day to mm-hmm. to see where he had to go at night, and he got a pillar of cloud during the day. You know, wouldn't that be nice? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like his foot. But that was based on his relationship. He had phenomenal spiritual power. So I love it. I love it, Nancy. Thank you for calling and for sharing today. God You're bless welcome. you. I really, really appreciate that. That is awesome. Well, next up, we have my friend Sarah Linda in Port Orchard, Washington. Sarah Linda, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show again. Good morning. Good morning. My daughter and I got really excited. We're listening. We're, we, we're thinking, talking about it uh, making many suggestions together. And when you talked about Pollyanna, you know, she and I both agree about, because Pollyanna had learned to trust and hope and and brought all that into her relationship with all the people because she had a real trust in the Lord. And, and then when that, you know, then that, well, that was an awesome story. And and uh, yeah, I agree with you about Pollyanna. That both of us, Anna and I, we talk a lot together, and we talk. We got and and we were talking, and she said about that Jesus. It's or and it's Jesus, and that uh, you know that song. You are the. I can't sing it. You. I used. To, you are the air we breathe. No, oh, yeah. And and that so that he's like that. And and he's the the word, and and that's who Anna said that's the word, and then uh, he's the life, and you know, and then the Holy Spirit is the is the spark, or that and that is whole. And he said that he'd give us another uh, who who will guide us into 
all truth that is like him. And so the Holy Spirit guides is a guide and, the, and anointing and and uh, so that's the. I mean, we're talking. You open up a a real. I want to hear what's going. You know, on more because uh, I I want to start a blog, and I was thinking about starting. I'm going to honor, you know, my sweet uh, and uh, my sweet granddaughter Erica. Yeah, and uh, but she was so valued, and she stood and I am writing about her first. And I, I mean, I got a lot to write, but I thought I would start a blog, and it would be the the letters B L O G, the bold love of God. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> well, Sarah Linda, you got to start that blog. I hate to run, but I got a bunch of other folks <laughs> that I want to get to. So, if you don't mind, but I'm just so grateful. That blog idea is great. You got to follow up on that. I will, I will. All right, I love it. Thank you for calling in today. God bless. God bless. All right. Again, if you want to in this, we would love to have you, 866-348-7884. And Bill was talking about our first caller, Wendy, and, and, and I during the break a little bit. And it was interesting. It corresponded with a, a dream I had because I could hear her heart for her daughter as Bill could. And as I processed that more, I thought about a dream I had on Monday, and I thought it might be really important to tell this story. So I had a horrible dream Monday on my youngest daughter, you know, was being attacked by a whale at the ocean, and I didn't get up very quick to, to help her because I, didn't, I thought at first the whale was playing with her, but then it was obvious that it was trying to kill her. And as I started to see blood in the water and all this stuff, I jump up and I'm going to go try to help and I'm terrified. I mean, beyond terrified, because there's nothing I can do against a whale. I don't know about you, but I just don't. And all of a sudden, the water drains out of the ocean. And the whale is just flopping around. He can't get her anymore. Okay? And I was so terrified that I immediately got up and just began to pray. And I, you know, I went in the other room and just, I was like, God, you got to help me interpret this because I am so terrified. I know I'm not supposed to be scared. Help me understand, help me understand, help me understand. And he almost immediately sent me to Isaiah 49. It was like the word contend was in what I was praying to him. I, I didn't contend. I didn't contend. He goes, well, go look up contend, Robbie, and just see what you might find. And immediately I was at Isaiah 49, 25, and this is for Wendy or anybody else who's concerned about their kids. It says, but thus says the Lord. Even the captains of the captives of the mighty shall be taken away, and the prey of the terrible shall be delivered. For I will contend with him that contendeth with thee, and I will save thy children. Did you hear that? <laughs> so the power that we we're talking about is clearly going to save our, you know, it, it, the battle is the Lord's. It just is. I mean, and, and as we take part in that, we get to take part in 2021 and battle with him. But essentially, there's promises here that I'm going to cling on to, and, and, and I hope you will, Bill. But before we, I want to get Beth Ann's list. I know you got a list, so share it with us. Well, you know, it was very close to, who, who just Nancy? called? Nancy's. So I was going, ding, 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 ding. 
um, I said that I felt, you know, because you were talking about uh, the engine. It's comprised of air, fuel, and spark, and you need all three to get the motor go to get the car right. going. And I said that the air was for me the Holy Spirit, breathing in. He's always around us. He's guiding us. Uh, the fuel, you know, because you even if you have. Um, the air you're just going to sit there if you don't have the fuel and i think of a gas tank it's big uh it's you don't see it but it's a lot about a car so i said the father god the father was the fuel and then the spark was given to us when a god gave us his son and so the spark is jesus. is jesus so that that's what it was for me and i, I... love the steering wheel being faith <laughs> yes <laughs> That is absolutely, it is good, isn't it? Uh, I, I really, that was fun. I really, really do like that. So, Bill, you've had a chance to listen and think, and so what are your thoughts? Well, uh, like I said, I think in my mind that the Bible is the engine, and from there we go to the blood is pumping, and the prayer is the direction and the steering, and then there's fellowship, and the fe- fellowship is the strength, it's the nutrients that travel through the blood and if you're musical i think music comes in after that and then putting god first our priorities when we realize that we need to just get through today that god doesn't really give us a week from now or a month from now he just gives us the power and the ability to get through the day and then we've got a filter we've got to filter that gasoline and that oil and that's repentance that we've got to evaluate what's going on, we've got to evaluate what we're thinking, and we've got to prioritize. And that once it goes through that filter, that it's clean enough to go back into that heart, to go back into that oh, engine. Oh, I like that, yeah. And, and make the circulation so it's like your kidneys, complete. Yeah. Yes. I love that. So we got Clay, is in North Carolina. Good morning, Clay. Well, hey, brother. God bless you, and Happy New Year. And to uh, Mr. Mr. Bill this morning, you know, I, um, I've i been listening to what everybody's been sharing, so I look at it as like maybe uh, chiming in. Um, I, th- I feel there are so many ingredients. Um, well, you're going to have me- to stick with us, Clay. I'm sorry. Will you stick with us through the break? And you can tell us your ingredients when we come back. Is that all right? Okay, yes, sir. All right. Thank you, Clay. We'll be right back. We could use yours, 866-348-7884-866-34-TRUTH. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. She's real fine, my 409. There is power. Horsepower in the right direction. (laughs) Horsepower in the right direction today on the Christian Car Guy Show. And first off, I got to say that the Jesus Labor Love is powered to a great extent by your prayers, right? And I cannot even, I'm I'm looking at my email, new request, new request, new request. This time of year is always tough. 2020, it was extra tough. And, And so if you would be in prayer with us, Again, if you want any more information on the Jesus Labor Love, if you've never heard of it, it's car repair labor for single moms, widows, and families 
in crisis. And believe me, I had lots of calls of families in crisis this week. But it's always cool how God comes through and the battle is the Lord's, as we talked about earlier today. But I also need to tell you, coming up at 1 o'clock on the Truth Network, we have Amy Cabo and The Cure with her wonderful husband, Boris, which is a great part of the team, in my opinion. I always love it. Their show today is going to be the battle of good versus evil. That's live. So how fun. You can call in on that with Brian Croto. He's their speaker therapist. And again, it'll be live at 1 o'clock on the Truth Network. That's 1 o'clock Eastern if you're out in Utah or somewhere. But when we left our hero, Clay, um. You're going to give us the rest of your list. Well, brother, I um, just would like to bring forth, you know, I, um, I've i been able to um, be able to know that when you hear things and when you listen to a message being preached or when you're able to comprehend or understand it, uh, I, I, to me, that's digesting. You know, you think about, you hear s- certain pastors preach on certain messages or your Bible study or stuff like that. Oh, that's, yeah. Like I the, mean, blessed are the, the hungry one, and thirsty. I agree wholeheartedly. Well, the one that I have never forgotten, I remember we did a Bible study. It was a men's Bible study on Thursdays, and it was over three and a half years um, in the book of Romans. And the one that has always stuck and stuck with me, not stuck in, um, that's a slow relationship to Stuckies. Um, but anyway, um, the one that has always stuck inside me is that, that he foreknew. And he, that, that word, that eight letter word is very key because he foreknew um, there's a story as to he foreknew how you and I were going to be in touch with each other. He foreknew that, you know, the Christian car guy show was going to be on. So there, it's it's being able to digest that, you know, the hearing, listening, the comprehending and the understanding that di- di- digestion to me, digestion is getting that filtering going inside of you because you can you're able to um, get that out and, and to tell people. It's also being able that the Lord created things. When the Lord creates things, that's another generating. So you could probably say maybe that's the spark um, of going with of going with it because you're the Lord creates people for you to be able to talk to, like you're wearing a hat or a shirt and it's got something on there, like say he's got this or I I love Jesus or anything like that. The power to me is just being able to get excited, just completely and utterly excited about being able to share certain things that you've heard that you've listened to and, and you've talk to people about yeah. <clears throat> yeah and you know I, I i'll share this i don't want to take up a lot of time but i'll share this i was scrolling through the phone last night and i came upon this message that um ted dibiase he he was he's a former wrestler and the lord got a hold of him and he gave thanks to this man who was a preacher his name is pastor Hal. And he gave this message at Campbellsville Baptist Clay, Church. We, we, if, in, in the essence of time, just can you get to it without giving us the details? Like, what what did he say? Well, he, he just <clears> talked <throat> about how the Lord and God got a hold of him, was able to get a hold of him. And I just feel that's important because, you know, he he grabs us when he needs us. And he says, look, I've got a plan for you. And there's and the power. So, yeah. Right. So I hate to cut you short, but I got I got some stuff I got to get done by the end, Clay. So if you got to wrap up real quick, like 10 seconds. I would just say, folks, you know, it's taking the time to listen and hear what are certain things that are being shared. 
and really digest it inside your heart because that's where it needs to be. And then you can share that with somebody down the line. Exactly. And that's why if we hunger, we're going to be listening, right? I love it. Thank you, Clay. That's like, absolutely beautiful. So I got to go. Amen, well, brother. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Well, I sometimes have too much show for time. <laughs> I hate that for Clay and people that would love to have heard more. I really, really would. But I do don't want to leave everybody hanging on what I said at the beginning of the show on Song of Song, Chapter 5. If you go into that, the second verse, it says, I slept, but my heart was awake. And we're talking about the church was asleep because the Song of Song is, again, the, the bride of Christ. And so her heart was asleep, but, she, I mean, excuse me, she was asleep, but her heart was awake, and her lover shows up at the door. And before we get to the verse where he put the myrrh on the door, where she gets it on her fingers, he shows up, his head's wet with the dew of the night, and he asks her to get up, and she says, I can't get up because i got to put my clothes back on, and my, my feet are clean, so I can't do that. And so how often am I asleep or wanting to do my own thing that I don't get up to answer the call of Jesus knocking on the door, which is essentially what's going on here, okay? But then we get to verse 5, which is what I really want to talk about. It has everything to do with steering, in my view, okay? Where it says, I rose to open for my beloved, and my hands dripped with myrrh, my fingers with sweet-smelling myrrh upon the handles of the lock. Well, myrrh is one of the key ingredients in an anointment. When something's anointed, it's going to have myrrh on it, okay? And what I realized after pondering this verse for years and years and years and years is, oh my goodness, Jesus left an anointing on the door for if she would get up to answer, it would be waiting on her. Are you following me? And so it's fascinating to me in Psalm 92, which some people say was written, the Jews, they say it was written by Adam himself, like Adam. And Matthew Henry argues that I could, I could give a lot of discussion on that, but I won't because I don't have time. And I just think it's cool to read Psalm 92 from the standpoint of Adam is writing this about the joy of what God created, and he wrote it on the Sabbath. But it, he's, he's trying to get a sense of direction and steering here. So he says, but my horn shall thou excel, exalt like the horn of a unicorn. Well, I imagine if anybody saw a unicorn, it would be Adam. <laughs> and it says, I will be anointed by fresh oil. Okay? Now, if you, th if you think about a horn, a horn is a leader, okay? It's leadership. This is the direction you're supposed to go, you know? And, and this horn of a unicorn is, is, is really it's fairly significant. But when he says, I'm going to be anointed by fresh oil... That word is green, and, and it means that you're rooted in the vine, okay? That's how you get green. So if you can get rooted in the vine, you see, even though you may be asleep when Jesus calls sometimes, if you'll get up, his anointing is waiting on the door. In other words, his leadership. He will tell you what direction to go with that horsepower. The word prayer, you used it, Bill. I, I couldn't agree with you more. That where we connect with God in our Holy of Holies heart is, is where we can get that anointing. And if once we have that anointing, then we can have an idea of where to push the horsepower. Now, power to me in the Christian world is your testimony. You will receive power from on high to be my witness. When you talk about what Jesus did in your life, like that dream I had, okay, there's power in that because that is the spark. That is, that is God, right? And so if you put that in the right direction, then we can hopefully bear much fruit, be verdant, get a fresh anointing. That's fun stuff, and I'm so grateful for all the calls. I hate I had to cut you a little short because we had so much. 
But I'm so grateful, I really, to everybody that called. I'm so grateful for everybody that's listening in 2021. You know, I don't know a lot of this stuff, but one thing I do know is that if we can get alone with him and spend time with him, we're going to get some power, especially if we're hungry, like Clay said. So thank you for listening to the Christian Car Guy Show. Remember, slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went and got it all done in 33 years. And please pray for the Jesus labor love this week. We got a lot of stuff we could be able to take our power and use. This is the Truth Network.